millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Born Offside. I'm wearing offside on my crotch today <laughs> for those that are watching the show. Shout out to my boy Offside FC. They're nice shorts. They sent us these shorts. You're not wearing yours. Have no, you worn I yours the Argentina yet? ones. I'll, I'll wear them next week. Let's, you know, we'll share the love a little bit. Yeah, I'm always worried. We'd be offside in the same shorts on the same day. Yeah. It's strange. Well, different pairs of shorts. Yeah, not the same. Not the same. Exactly the same. No, that'd be strange. Um, I'm always hesitant to wear shorts on the show. Yeah, because, because you sit like that. Well, because the, the couch is quite low. Yeah, but Claude, if you didn't sit spread eagle, you wouldn't be so worried. Spread eagle. I don't think there's any, yeah. You don't think there's any pro- issue with the spread eagle? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know if there's any other way to sit while you're, when you're in the middle. When you're in the middle, it's hard, right? I got to like spread out. It's so true because when I've sat in your place, mm. what do you do? My legs are so short that mm. I'm. Oh, you don't even. You don't. My even legs are up like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't. Yeah, they're they're just like hanging Elmo. off the Elmo on off the toilet. The couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't even hit the bottom of the couch. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, we've got plenty to get through today. It's an international break, and we're gonna yeah, get to that in a much, second. Much happened. Too many international breaks. I, I like international football. But a lot of internationals. But there's too many. Yeah. There's too many of them. But uh, there is some local news that came out uh, just today, actually. Oh. The National Second Division. Yes. I whoop, saw whoop, this. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Official. We have officially. Like officially. Not like. Official. Not like, oh, next year, next year. Like, nah. This is, this is the lineup. Official eight teams. And then there's more to come, apparently. Yeah. Mm. But the f- eight teams, tell me what you notice here, guys. Apia, Sydney Olympic, Marconi. Love them. Sydney United. Love them. Wollongong Wolves. Yeah. Avondale. I go every week. South Melbourne mm. and Preston. Mm. I love that it's a national second division and it's New South Wales and Victoria. I mean, exactly. I can watch it more within a 10 minute you know, <laughs> windspan, which is perfect for us, New yeah. South Wales yeah. people. The thing is, if you're, for, if you're from Sydney or Melbourne, chances are you'll always have a game in your, in your city. Yeah. Um, nah, look, it's shit. There must be a reason for it. Um, they've said that these are the teams which passed all the tests that they did, right. whatever. They want to add two to four more okay. in the next year. Okay. So when they kick off in 25, they want minimum 10. Okay. Minimum. Best case, 12, mm. but minimum 10. Okay. So that could be, you know, we, we heard Hobart was getting tossed around. Um, Sunshine you, Coast was yeah. getting tossed around. Did someone, someone DM'd us about Queensland. Yeah, we, we spoke about it last week. Was that last week? The yeah. there was oh, another, okay. We got another oh, Did we got another one, oh, I we? swear. Yeah, we did. Shabs, did you pick that up? Producer Shabs should be on this. He's got one yeah, job. So he, we'll, wants to, we'll, he wants to come on the show. I think the point is we might have someone on the show. The anonymous person from yeah. last week. No, they're not. A, well, they, yeah, they are anonymous. But they're like a pretty big deal in football Queensland, aren't they? Yeah. Ooh, but they I think rem- they want to remain anonymous. Tell me they're going to like Kanye West this thing and like have a zipped up. <laughs> yeah. They they're not going to show their identity. They want to remain anonymous. They will change anonymous. their voice and they'll just be a silhouette. Wow. But, but somebody has offered to come on and kind of explain the Queensland situation from that perspective. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love my drama. Yeah, send us yeah. voice notes. Man. We, want to, we want to hear it Actually, all. Actually, that's a great point too. If you've ever, I mean, we used to have a few back in the day, but if you ever want to give us your opinion, send us a voice note. We used to get voice notes Yeah, because we time. can react to those. And we can play them here on the pod. Yeah, we yeah. can play them out loud. Send them in. Yeah. Um, but look, it's, it's, yeah, look, it's historic clubs. I think everyone's happy for Wollongong Wolves. A few people making noise about Sydney United after the crowd trouble and stuff, but. Yeah, but they also made an it. Australia Cup final. Like, yeah. what are we, what are we trying to yeah. do here? Mm. Their fans will be loving that. 
Yeah. And a couple, I mean, Preston have really shut up after. I don't even, I don't know if they're showing my lack of MPL Victorian or Whether they're in the MPL yet or they're still in the second uh, division. Pre- uh, Preston, Preston Lions. They're, they're up in the MPL, MPL two or three. Two, yeah. yeah the MPL so two they're not actually they're not in the top tier. They're not in the top tier, but, but they're, I mean, their fan base and yeah, their setup is amazing. Yeah, their setup's incredible. So their mark, I believe their marketing director was in touch with a few of us yeah. and was telling us about their plans. And They've hired this whole new team. They mm. have this amazing strategy to just they've got lift money. the club. Yeah, they must. Yeah, they must. They've be come out not Avondale come out of nowhere, but they've done a great job. Avondale got cash as well, and they're pretty new club as well. So apparently, a lot of teams in the NPL don't like them. I remember that one of their guys was telling me that that because they're new, new, new guys mm. on no the block. No one likes new money, do they? New money, nah, new money. nah. nah. But I'm, like, I'm here for like it. They like old money. They like old money, exactly. Um, but plenty of clubs, and you know, of course, Italian heritage, Greek heritage, Croatian heritage uh, in Sydney, mm. and then the Wolves as well, which is a throwback to the old NSL. Look, it's good; it's a step forward anyway, and but still a long way to go until yeah. we actually get there. Mm. Oscar Ling, what do you see A League Pro Rel system promotion relegation in five years? Oh, do we like? Do we see it? I don't see it. You don't no. think it's ever going to happen? Not in five years, no. No, no way. Five years is a long time. No, in five years, I see a good national second division. Five years, you've just gotten into a rhythm with the second, like the national second division. Yeah. The the first season's going to be interesting. Yeah, you know, I, there'll be a lot of learnings. I, I reckon, think it'll take a while. I reckon the second division will pass the A League for number of teams. Like I reckon the the second they'll keep adding to the second division. Uh, okay, yeah. so it's going to be like championship. Yeah, I reckon they'll yeah. do that. Like they'll start with maybe ten. But I reckon they'll get to like 18, mm. just you know, they'll just b- keep bolstering it until and it's ready for yeah. promotion relegation. Uh, I can just see new teams yeah, coming in there. That makes more sense. Um, I think what makes that so difficult is the way that the A-League is run, you know, because it is it's a separate, separate entity. It's a separate entity. It's not and, no way connected and to anything And financially else. speaking, you're working with two different entities or multiple yeah. entities if you, yeah. if you bring in the national second division. I think... But in I theory, what, everyone likes it, but it's way more complicated. I think, I think it, it works in, in the UK, though. It doesn't because the yeah. Premier League yeah, is separate from the FA, yeah. but you still promote through the football pyramid up to the Premier League. Yeah. So there has to be an agreement done, but yeah. it, it can work. Yeah. It definitely can work. Also, the FA still own 20% of the, the A-League, so they're, you know, they're, they do have some invested interest. Um, it can work, but I just don't think it's more the A-League owners. Mm. I don't see them right. being on side to, to it. There, there has to be benefit. We know like in business, both parties have to be benefiting. So. If the best teams are being promoted, yeah. what does also, that mean? Also, how do you think it's going to affect the supportership for A League? It, yeah, it depends. Yeah, it's the time of year they play. Mm. That's the big one. If they keep playing in the winter, like the MPL, yeah. it shouldn't affect it. Uh, if they play at the same time as the A League, look, it might a little bit. Yeah. Mm. But I don't know. I think it's a whole different fan. It is a whole different yeah, fan. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's a different fan. But that's, that's, but that's what I'm saying because that those fans are a bit more. They might have casually gone to watch, you know, maybe a Sydney. A Wanderers against um, Sydney FC, but now they would rather go and watch United, Sydney United, United. Olympic. Mm. You know, yeah. what I mean? so it could it could affect it. In it ways. could affect it. Look, I think more football is always the answer because yeah. yeah. also for players, it's going to give players more of a platform yep. to to go into be pro. It's a lot more opportunity. Yeah, it's a lot more, but I don't know. There'll be a lot of headaches. There'll be a lot of headaches going on nonetheless. I'm excited for it. Yes, yeah, I'm excited for it. Let's let's get it popping. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see a little bit bit more representation of other parts of Australia. Definitely. Mm. Then it will actually feel like a national second division, agreed, yeah. Uh, yeah. rather than a second division. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> just a second, just an East Coast second just division. Just an East Coast second division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. But watch this space. Let's see what happens. I think there'll be a lot of developments. Um, I'm, my my biggest thing working in football media. I'm super keen to see who buys the rights to it. 
Mm. That's mm. that's Point. my thing. Like, I want to see if, where's this. Is it going to partner? Is it going to be on Paramount as well? Yeah. Or will is this someone a paywall go, thing or a free to air? Yeah. Will someone just go? Fuck it. I don't have the A League, but I'll just buy this instead. Like, yeah. I'd love because I'm, I'm obviously at Optus. Yeah. I'd love Optus Sport to pick it up. That'd be mm. amazing. It'd be sick, you know. And because the coverage they yeah. give it. You to. often see on Optus Sport stuff because obviously I work there too, and I get messages all the time like, "What about the A Leagues? Like, why haven't you spoken about the A Leagues?" Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well. Don't we don't have the A-League. It's not that easy. Yeah. It would be amazing if there was mm. local football to talk about. Mm, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> quick one. I think this is for you, Kat, from 15JROD08. <laughs> are international breaks haram? <laughs> I think... Too many are haram? I mean, I mean, that's basically what you were alluding to. I, you know how I feel about international breaks. Yeah. I've, like, I've warmed up to those. Mm. I, look, I love, I love international football in holistically at World Cups yeah like it does kind of like shape up the season a little bit and mm. I don't know if I rate having them so often well soon I'm going to tell you all the reasons why international breaks are great and also bad at the Haram same time also. yeah so we're going to get there in a second but for I now I think he's Arab this guy well I think yeah, yeah. I mean something yeah, gave yeah, it yeah. away uh, Crispy <laughs> Crispy 04 how good was that Melbourne City women's comeback so the women's game kept playing over the weekend mm-hmm. they were losing 2-1 Van Egmond's back for Jets she is back and, and she, she played very well yeah playing playing for a dad's team a dad's team. He's a coach. Yeah. Oh, he's the co- oh, he's the coach. Well, he, yeah, well, he's, he's a coach. He's a coach. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Playing underneath your dad at a high level. How do you, what do you think, onside or offside? I mean, I mean playing you've seen him rugby league with the Clearies, yeah, right? Yeah, with the Clearies. Yeah, with the Clearies. Yeah, but then Nathan, you know, he's does so well. That's what it's I'm hard saying. to you're deny either, his You're position. either one or the other. Like, you're, if you're, I feel like if you're an average player playing underneath your dad, you, you just got in there because your dad. Uh, but if you're a standout, yeah. Then it's, like, then it's like, nah, you would yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're like, clearly, it's like, all right, he would have been there regardless. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like if you're, if you're an average, like there's a guy called uh, Michael Bradley, I think he's in the place for US. He's decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob but Bradley he, was his old man. Yeah, but yeah. his old man. So everyone was like, come on, bro. You got he was good, <laughs> but he wasn't at the level to where you go, you should be starting for the national team every yeah. single day. But he was that's good. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like that, it's that kind of vibe. But you know, it is what it is. Use your connections, man. Yeah. It was like Graham Arnold with his son in law was Trent Sainsbury and still dropped him. Yeah. Didn't mean he made a call up no. to the to, to the World Cup. Ain't no favors. Ain't no favors. Yeah. Um, let's talk a bit about the Socceroos. Seven win, seven nil win. Yeah. You expected that against you know Bangladesh. Bangladesh. With all due respect to Bangladesh. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was it? A goal in the first like two minutes. Well, you knew Juki got. Juki, uh, yeah. Well, you knew Harry Sutar. Yeah. The, actually, the Bangladeshi coach before the game said Socceroos are top five in the world for set pieces. Uh, really, because of Sutar. Because well, yeah, but we're just, we're just big. Yeah. Generally, tall. even our yeah. smallish players. Yeah. Like Jackson Irvine, he doesn't look big, but he's, he's tall compared to like the Bangladeshi yeah. players, you know. So, yeah, it was just like it was it was boys to men. Um, great band. Um, <laughs> it, it was boys saw, against men. Saw them play actually. Did you? Bit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, singing my heart out. Um, <laughs> saw you with Kelly Clarkson. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Rowland. Oh my gosh, pretty slip there. Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking about Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, she had one song, didn't she? Did she won American Idol? Yeah, I. You know why she's on my mind? Why? Cause I, cause guys, it's like twenty years or something since Guy Sebastian won Australian Idol yeah. yesterday, and I saw some tribute thing all about Kelly when you Clarkson. know when Idol was like the biggest thing. Yeah, Idol was big, was, yeah, yeah. Like the, the whole bigger, family was watching. It wasn't it. big in an X Factor though, was it? Here it was big. It was like, massive. Oh, really? Like the the first season was so big here, and Kelly won the American one. Anyway, mm-hmm. anyway, so Cruz won seven nil, uh, and they're playing Palestine this week. Yeah, um, and they're donating. 
as well. They're donating half their match that. payments to to the Palestinian people, which is Amazing. great to see. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe Palestine are fielding a team in this in this moment. That's yeah, no. that, that's crazy. But I guess it's a symbol of hope. I think that's why they want to yeah. do it. They want to keep playing. I, I think it goes back to that sense of identity as a country, right? Yeah. And if you're given a platform to play as a country, to represent a country, mm. you're going to do it. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, it's, it's obviously it's one of those things where their land might be in contention, but as a people, they very much feel... Yeah, like more together than ever. Football, football can be powerful in times like can that. Can be very. You, you know, do yourself a favor. Actually, Google uh, the history of Palestinian football and how it relates to this conflict. It's quite interesting. I mean, football in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean anything when you're talking people's lives, but the way that this whole thing has impacted yeah. Palestinian football is really interesting. From the West Bank too, because you know Palestine's like split. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, players that have been on one side haven't been able to meet up with the team for many years, and they've lost some crucial qualifiers because wow. their team couldn't link up because the checkpoints. So oh. then they've had to forfeit certain crucial World Cup qualifiers in the past. Isn't it's really interesting crazy? stories. Yeah. yeah, really interesting That's stories. Wild. I was going to do a piece on it, but I haven't got around to it yet. But yeah. you need all the facts doing something. Yeah, like no, that. no, you definitely. But it's really do. interesting. Um, we're playing them. It's a look. Good start to qualification, but it's a long road to the World yeah. Cup through Asia. Couple, uh, couple young players though. I mean, the, the Socceroos are looking good, but there's a couple young players that seem like they may not want to play for Australia. There's a couple stories. Now, the oh. first one we all know about. Okay, yeah, we know where you're going with the these. first one's Christian Volpato. Volpato. Right. But question. Okay. Is he the one that doesn't want to play? Well, this is what's come out. So I thought he, he wants to play for Australia. Him and Arnie have spoken. Danny as as Arnie. Arnie. Oh, if we said as Arnie. Because I heard through the grapevine okay. that before the World Cup, Arnie was on the phone to Volpato being like yeah, it was, it was, you need a calm. He yes. really wanted him, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, apparently, he spoke to him again here. Now, this is what's come out now. Volpato since has made a move from Roma to Sassuolo. Yep. His agent's Francesco Totti. Mm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. The Not a well-known name. The at man all. who scored against yeah, Australia yeah, yeah, and sucked yeah, yeah. his thumb, saying, off you go back yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, apparently, it's Totti and Sassuolo that have convinced him to not go to play for Australia during these camps now um. because it would be bad for his brand and his image. Oh, yeah, terrible. So terrible what to play for your country. Because what the fuck? they reckon his market value in Italy will stay higher if he's playing for Italy under-21s than if he went to play for Australia. Oh that's, oh, that's a techie one. So he went and played for Italy under-21s over the weekend and scored, albeit against San Marino, but he scored again for Italy under-21s. I, I, I do understand it, though. It'd be like if you're English, right? Mm. Would you rather play it. for England under-21s or Australia? <sighs> yeah. What, what, what helps you with the Premier League clubs? Yeah, probably England yeah. 21, right? Probably England because then they see you already in the system, mm. and then there's more. There's a higher possibility of you getting a cap for England. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I get it. Mm. I do see the path, but it's just a bit shit because we obviously want to see him playing for Australia. We want all. As he's all, an Aussie all boy, really yeah. an Aussie boy. But I also I completely understand what he's doing. Exactly, and I think when you hear this, it's like okay, there's a lot of variables involved, and if you're this lad and you got someone like Totti telling you this. Come on, it's Totti. You know what I mean? Bro. It's Totti. Like you got Arnie on one phone, you got Francesca Totti on the other phone. <laughs> yeah, well, With all due respect. <laughs> yeah, who are you listening to? Yeah. You're listening to Totti, right? Yeah, true. I hear it. So I kind of feel for him in this situation. I think he's just he's buying time, but I get it. I yeah, because you're Italian Australian. Yeah. You know, th that could be you. What would you do? What could have been? It could have been without any, without any injuries. I want to know. What would you do? In another, fighting for my fucking signature. Yeah. In another great. world, yes, where Claude's. You weren't on the couch. You're yeah. actually, you know, yeah. playing for you said yeah. teams. Yeah. What decision would you make? Like wh when you're young and you're playing, everyone always asks you that because I obviously had the, the dual passports. Um, people would always ask, oh, if, you know, one day things go well and you were, which one would you play? I always said Australia, mm. me personally. But yeah. I'm, I'm not in that situation. If you're playing in Italy, yeah, 
I completely understand him. He'd be he thinking about his more, club career. Does yeah. he feel more Italian? He feels it's more not only that. It's just like, you know, he's, 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 he wasn't good enough for Roma. So he's yeah. gone to Sassuolo. He's yeah. struggling for game time. Uh, Someone tells you like your image will look better playing for Italy. They don't give a shit if you play for Australia. Yeah. But you're playing for Italy. You're more likely to start for your club, to get a move, to get uh, a transfer. To get so if you're even banging goals in the under-21s, it looks better. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so so I get that. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll watch this space. I personally, I think, Look, it's probably the best time ever to try and make the Italian squad because they're fucking struggling. Yeah, right. that's Especially true. They're in, they're in a rebuild. For attacking midfielders, you have a couple, you know, you have half a good season. He could, this kid could be playing for Italy, which that's is crazy. True. But look, obviously you think the Italian team would be harder to make. I could see this dragging on another couple of years and then ahead of the 26 World Cup, he commits to Australia. Ooh. I could see that happening if he yeah. keeps if he keeps playing. Well and, and clip it, clip it. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. He's got to start playing for Sassuolo though. <laughs> Clip it, clip, clip it, it. Now, run it back. There's another one. Okay, here's the other one. It was interesting to and know. This one has just popped up last day or two and uh, would be heartbreaking to say the least. I don't think it's going to happen, but it would be heartbreaking. Nestor Iran Kunda. <gasps> My chest. <laughs> Mine hurts too. My chest. Wait, wait, wait. Is he, who's he going to play for instead? So, Nestor Iran Kunda, you read into it. Read into it as you will. He put up two Instagram stories yesterday. Okay, and, and people on Twitter have grabbed it, they've screenshot it, they've started oh, talking about soccer it. Twitter's going off, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The first story was him dribbling through some cones, training for Adelaide. Of course, he was left out of the Australian squads, mm -hmm. both the Oli Roos and the Soccer Roos most recent squad. Mm. A lot of people said it could have been because of his red card, could have been because of his transfer to Bayern. Mm. There's a lot of reasons. He's obviously busy right now. Mm. He, either way, he wasn't in the squad. Right. He's dribbling through some cones. He put up a little heart emoji, a little heart, as in like an actual human heart. You know that emoji? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, actual, the actual organ, heart. The heart, yeah. right. The organ. The organ. He had a heart and a timer next to it. Yes. Then on the next slide, it was also him training and he had see you soon. Yeah. I think he had or soon. And he had the Burundi the national flag. flag. Yeah. Uh, so you think he's going to go play for... But are they, they're doing World Cup qualifiers now. They're doing World Cup qualifiers they at are, the moment. Because uh, my boy just scored in um, Charles. Right. Just scored. So th they just lost... Uh, to, to to Gabon, mm. Aubameyang's team, 2-1 in the qualification, but there's a long way to go. They sent officials to meet Nestor Kunde years ago when he was wow. in Adelaide Youth. Jeez, just, they've, been, they've been scouting for a minute. And they came out and responded on this, and BBC wrote an article about it yesterday, saying that they have said they're going to try everything to get him because in Australia, he'll be great, he'll be another player, mm. but there, he'll be yeah. a national hero an icon mm. and a, um, basically an image of hope to all the youth of that country saying, the, especially now since he's moved to Bayern Munich. Jeez. Do you think he'd consider ah, this? Fuck, he probably would, bro. Like he 100% would because he's got obviously where he's from, his parents, his heritage and in, Af in African um, culture, that's huge. Like mm. if he can do something that's going to impact the whole nation. Mm. Like he'll be a hero, right? In Australia, everyone loves him right he'll now. He'll still be good. He'll but still you be. still always have things to prove. Like yeah. I think in Australia, it's called poppy syndrome yeah. as well. People like you're never going to get hero status. Australians are a bit weird like yeah. that, right? Like they always want you to prove something and you've seen players rise and fall. Yeah, even even like his move to Bayern, I'm still seeing comments like, oh, I hope this doesn't ruin his career. And I'm just like, why is that the first thing that comes yeah. to your mind? Yeah. Yeah, just like he's just got him. a move to Bayern. This is great for... Everyone, him, the league, everyone. Why yeah. is the first thing that comes to your mind is like, oh, oh this doesn't fuck up his career. Mm. You know well, what I mean? Like it's interesting. It's like straight away, you're thinking of the negative shit. Th there's a couple of players that ended up playing. Like I know a fair few put their allegiance to Ghana recently mm. and they were English. They could have played for England. Now, whether they, they weren't good yeah. enough to make the squad, yeah. but uh, Wilfred Zaha said the same thing as well because Zaha was originally going to play for yeah. England. Ended up playing for Ivory Coast. Yeah, Ivory Coast. And he said it, it's so much, it feels so much more special to him, yeah. even though he grew up in England. This is like his family and his family's families and the way they look up to him there. Yeah. Even just the fact that he's in the Prem 
is big for them. Yeah. Whereas it's really massive. playing for England, it's like, oh, you play for fucking Palace. Like, mm. when are you going to actually prove something in an England shirt? Yeah. Constantly, you're criticised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, there, yeah. you're celebrated. You know, Drogba stopped a civil war, so, for God's sake. Yeah, right? exactly. Do you know what I mean? The, the mm-hmm. power. I think you look like players like Mane and everything and, and mm. the influence that they have mm. in the, the countries that they're from and what that money so, can do. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think how impactful football is because you said it before with Palestine, right? Mm. Like, mm. we say it's football at the end of the day. It's not a matter of life and death the way that other things are. Yeah. But the impact you can have as a footballer yeah. in those communities is insane. You yeah. can change lives. 100%. You can't really wouldn't, honestly, necessarily do the same thing in England. Yeah. Now you're saying that, it honestly wouldn't surprise me. Oh, it would be a huge loss actually, for us, It actually wouldn't. Depend, it probably depends how close he is with his family and brothers and like all also these how friends. in touch he is with his culture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Because my parents definitely would be saying like, Play for Nigeria. Play for Nigeria, 100%. Well, what would and you I, do? And I, would, and I would play for Nigeria just to bring them that sort of like... That happiness. Feeling. The you happiness. Play, a lot of people, you play for your family, right? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. You play for your family, you play you for your heritage. Make them proud. So. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and I think, look, I get... Look, Volpato, Iran Kunda, I get these young lads. Yeah. Because as much as it's like easy to jump to the opportunity, it's a big decision. Football is unlike many other sports where once you play for a nation, you're locked. Mm. So it's a big decision. So yeah. when you're a really good player and you, you know, you're signing for Bayern or you're signing for Roma... Yeah. I get that you might want to take your time and yeah. make the right decision. I agree with that. Also, in terms of just from a technical standpoint, can he go and play for them and play for Australia like further down the line because of his age? There's now techie things. Uh, I think it's to do with A internationals. If you play... I think it's... There's just so many... It, if he plays, flipped, a, if he plays a World in, Cup qualifier, I don't think he can. Because uh, was it? Diego Costa flipped, didn't he? Yeah. Tim Cahill yeah. flipped because they weren't considered A internationals that he played for Samoa. Mm. So it depends on... But I think if you're playing a World Cup qualifier, I think that counts. I that think that, count. that's surely got to count. Yeah. I don't know. But um, interesting. Anyway, um, we're used to this. Hey, Azani, same thing in 2018. Iran yeah. were really close to getting him and then he ended up committing to Australia. Does he regret that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you it's know? the so beauty of being a multicultural country, and the yeah, fact that this, we look we at the soccer. R- well, you look at that Socceroos lineup, and most of them, their Have families something. come from somewhere else, and mm. that's what's beautiful about that's it. That's always going to help our. You're football. always running that risk yeah, that they football. might want to go back to said motherland to exactly. represent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. So anyway. you got to make you got to build incentive as well. It's, yeah, exactly. it's a reason to make Australian football better. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Um, let's go to African football. I thought we were already there. Well, we are there. We are there. What he could look forward to if he does go play over there is just scenes. You never know what you're going to get. Oh, yeah. yeah, It'll be like a sea of people (laughs) anywhere he goes. Hamish George wrote in, Mo Salah got attacked by Sierra Leone fans. Security was outrageously slow. So some some context. (laughs) Um, Security was from Sierra Leone. So they were playing in Sierra Leone. Egypt won 2-0. At one point, the crowd rushes the field. First, the, first the Liverpool fan bows down at Mo Salah's feet. Oh, my God. But then a Man City shirt was worn by another fan oh who appeared to try to attack Salah. Oh, my God. Right? And then oh no. the Sierra Leone military <sighs> had to, jump had to in. get him off the field and he oh. looked pretty shaken by it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, he's a footballer, right? Yeah. Oh, at the end Salah. of the day. This is, you know, he's yeah, a long way from Anfield. Yeah, it's a <laughs> very long way. Yeah. He would be laughing. That's fucked. <laughs> is he Okay. He's no, fine. No, he's no, fine. No, he no. set up the second goal. They won. Um, yeah, we're real passionate in Africa, man. We're real. They just—it's so good, man. Like it's so hard to play there. Uh, the amount of times I've seen like star-studded Ivory Coast lose away from home, and like yeah. it looks like a paddock they're playing. Yeah, like, you know, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's anything, proper football. Anything goes, man. But anything. they need to. They, they, they. What I love about the African players is they really look forward to going back and play with their country. Yeah, they, they don't do. get. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like. 
players that play in the top levels, maybe for European nations, they get a bit snobby. When they yeah. don't want to go back home. And the stuff. Africans always want to go. African yeah. Cup of they Nations, mid-season, they go, you know? Mm. I love it. Um, but it's great. Africa was the biggest winner of the new World Cup format. So they used to get five people at a World Cup, five teams at a World Cup. Now they're going to get nine automatic Damn. plus one. That's huge. To a playoff. Yeah, that that's humongous. So Egypt, Algeria, Nigeria, they all missed out last time. Mm. Hopefully now you get more African teams. There's enough, there's enough quality. There's so much quality. To have yeah, nine, ten teams. In those teams, man. So it's very good to see. Let's take another trip. We're we'll going to South America this time. Oh. South America. All right, there's a few okay. stories. Okay, okay. Coming out of there. There's a few coming out of there. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Quality stuff. Have you ever, have you ever been to South America? No. You're due a trip there, bro. I am due. Like what? Like Mexico? Is that something? That's central. Yeah, America. close enough. Yeah. You might want to go a little more south. A bit more south. Or like uh, Colombia. Yeah, yeah, we go. Muy bien, Medi- muy bien. Medellin. Medellin. Yeah. You listen to the Andy Bernal episode, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Medellin. Good Medellin. times there. That's very good. Barranquilla. Yeah. yeah, hola, como esta? Do you, another, do, you, do you know another city in Colombia? Do you like Latinas? Of course. Yeah, who, who doesn't? doesn't? Claro who doesn't? Jesus. Who doesn't? It's true. It's true. That's why he speaks such good Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, they shave years of your life, but they're just so much fun. Um, <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's go to Argentina, uh, where Arge- your dad's born. No, he wasn't no, born he grew there. up there. He grew though. up there. He grew up there. Yeah. I don't there. think people know that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the RG influence on me. You know. Yeah. Mm. My dad left Italy when he was a kid, so he grew up in Argentina. So yeah, I grew up cool. with all that, all the music, the language, yeah. the food, the all that stuff, like, and I've been your there. Your dad's accent is like a hybrid between Argy. the two. He sounds he Argy. sounds really Spanish. Yeah, like he's got the Spanish yeah, yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's Loves really it. cool. Loves it. Um, and basically, they usually Argentina play at El Monumental, which is the big stadium that River Plate play at. They had to move it because of Taylor Swift. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh my, what the she's Swift- doing a concert, Swifty concert. So, oh, the fucking Swifties. Messi man. Pre- <laughs> presenting the Ballon d'Or to Argentinians had to be moved. I use for Taylor Swift. Oh my god! It shows you the size of this girl. Yeah, Messi stay in your lane, I basically. Actually, is what she's huge, man. I despise Taylor Swift, man. <laughs> wow. Why? Let's break it her. down. Why? But just like, why is she so big? And who are her fans? <laughs> she has a lot. Because I've never met them, but they're everywhere apparently. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Are you a Swifty? It's almost like they're just bots no. and people just. No. In like, fact, who are her in fans? fact, I wrote a comment on one of John Bernard's videos where he did a fake interview with Taylor Swift. And all the Swifties and I, were there? And I commented, I hope the Swifties see this. And it's got like 1,500 likes and so many Swifties have replied like, you're not a girl's girl. <laughs> see? This is what I'm saying. And I'm like, hold on. Okay. <laughs> just pause for a second. I could tell you from, from I, I could tell you're not a Swift girl. I, just look, everything about I, her. I, I. <laughs> I like what she's She's much done. more of a Cardi B or a fucking Nicki yeah. Minaj, you know? I'd be, like, I'm a Rihanna girl every Rihanna, day over yeah, Taylor Swift. Yeah, but even like Swift but is it's, just it's like, just you know, like yeah. you can appreciate that she's done really well for herself yes. and I'm happy for her, but I'm not a, a huge fan of them. You're music. also not a Delta Goodrum person, are you? Oh, God, no. Yeah, see? So I feel like if you're a Swifty, you're a Delta Goodrum. <laughs> There's a Do you know what I mean? You're it's more of a Jess Malboy kind of girl. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I yeah, see yeah. that. If we're going local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lives in my cousin's street. Yeah, really? Yeah. There you go. Um, anyway, so, so they moved Messi because of Taylor Swift. They moved Messi yeah. down to La Bombonera, which is Boca Juniors' home ground, um, and they lost anyway at home to Uruguay. Actually, in that game, so Uruguay are now coached by Marcelo Bielsa. Okay, yeah. Bielsa's got them cooking. Beat oh, Brazil, really? beat Argentina already. Oh, Wild. Shit. He's a fucking phenomenal coach. That's so cool. It's right. a match made in heaven. He's a great manager. Uruguay ends up just crazy. Yeah. They're just mental, right? And they don't give a fuck who they're playing. They're grubs. I kind of like watching Uruguayans play football. They are grubby, aren't they're they? They're disgusting. Mm. Right? <laughs> right? They're disgusting. But Bunch in a, of Ramoses. In a, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in a, I mean, you remember Godin and Jimenez Oh, I hope you're... Oof. Speaking of Ramos, I hope you're going to bring up. We'll get there. Yeah, okay, great. So he... Uh, so anyway, Uruguay, there was, there was a couple of big tackles on Messi. They were just fucking hitting Messi. They didn't give a shit that he yeah. was, you know, 
They hit him. Rodrigo de Paul comes over trying to start a fight. And this young Uruguayan defender looks at him and quite obviously the camera got him in Spanish like clear, mm. going, You all just suck his dick. And he did the he did the oh. the, the oh, gesture yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. You guys just suck his dick everything he does, right? <laughs> yeah. And fuck it, and they beat him 2-0. And Messi after the game said, you know, these young guys have no respect. But I kind of like that. I kind of like that. I actually like that. You know, it doesn't give a fuck who it is. They don't give we're a going fuck. out there, eleven men against eleven. I don't exactly. care if you're four or five time Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah, you're gonna get it as well. I will I humble you. Yeah, he I said. love that. And you know, fair play to him. So they they beat them at La Bombonera. Moving over to Chile. Mm. Have you been to Chile? I've never been to Chile. Do you like Chile? I'd like, like to go yeah, to Chile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You like Chile, Chile and women clothes? Well, I don't know that many to be fair. Um, I know one yeah. or two. Do you? I know a couple, yeah. Oh, yeah They're yeah. really nice. They're nice. They're nice. Nice uh, breed of women. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the golden it's generation. The, <laughs> the golden generation. It's first time close speeches. I love it. The golden generation <laughs> of Chile. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, no, inside joke, guys. Inside the guys. golden had generation. He just there. likes spicy food. It's fine. Moving on. I do. Um, <laughs> the golden generation of Chile is truly over. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> He's so stuck. so thrown off. Are you sure? Listen, they drew new at home. He's <laughs> <laughs> just thrown off completely. They, they drew new new. Sorry if you're listening, they guys. Ju- they drew new new at home to okay. ten man Paraguay. Mm. <laughs> Listen, cat. We'll get her back. We'll this get her back important. eventually. She always does this. I'm listening. We'll get this her back. is important. Estoy escuchando. Okay. Tranquilo. Alexis Sanchez mm-hmm. was having a shower after Ooh. the game. He's still playing. He's still going. That's what I mean. They're holding on to this generation that's Jesus done. Christ. They're going to let it go. Um, they're coming eighth, by the way. They're doing pretty shit. They still got to play Brazil and Argentina. They finish. Nil nil at home to Paraguay, who had 10 men. In the shower after the game, shit starts coming out of the drains. Oh, wow. Just <laughs> <laughs> took a left turn. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> the Chileans, bro, they got to fix the fucking piping, bro. I know the times are tough in Chile. What the? What's what going the? on? Wait, so as they, were sh- as they were showering. At home, by the way, they're, in, they're playing a Colo Colo stadium. He's having a shower. They're Colo Colos. <laughs> Straight from their Colo Colo to the fucking drain, bro. The shit started coming out of the drains oh. at their own home stadium. Oh, my God. What's going on in Chile? <laughs> So done, yeah. genius. No, yeah. <laughs> cat's done. I'm crying. I know. This happens all the time. You've heard of golden showers? Oh god, this is different. Don't ever this look is, at this, me and say that. This is different. This Wait. is brown showers, bro. Yeah, and nah. he was unhappy with it. He said after the game, he said, "You know, we 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 take responsibility for all that, but this isn't good enough. We're at home in the national stadium, and there's shit coming out of the showers." What the hell, man? Like, I, like how does old, that even happen? I'd love to see. Well, obviously, the, the plumbing. Yeah, the plumbing. You know. Uh, <laughs> doesn't get used often, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand if you make it come out of the, the away okay. team. But the home. But the home. You want to help your, your home. Maybe they were so un- unhappy with the nil-nil draw, the plumber just switched the pipes. Damn. Anyway. That's deep. Anyway. Yeah, shit, you know, it's not what you want in the shower. But anyway. Shabs and chuckling. Yeah. Can we move on? We're going to stay in South America, though. Oh, here we are. We're going to stay there, right? We're going to stay there. We're going to go to a really What's the rush? What's the rush? Exactly. Let's go to a nice story. Luis Diaz. Yes. Oh, yes, I love this. This is incredible. His dad's been released from captivity. Mm. Um, again, South America. Uh, his dad got kidnapped, which is terrible. Yes. And his mum. Yes. Uh, but, you know, that happens often in South America if they know your son is playing overseas, has a lot of money. We often hear that their houses yeah. get robbed, they get kidnapped. Anyway, his dad just got found and released during the week. Mm. Goes to the Colombia game on the weekend against Brazil. Mm. 
to see his son score two goals and That's beat Brazil. That's amazing. Yeah, did you, did you see his reaction? Did yeah. You see, yeah, the videos. Very, the timing couldn't be better on that. Oh, amazing. That 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 was awesome. just. That's my story of the week. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's, it's it's fucking amazing. It's a really beautiful moment for the family. I think you saw the fans, well, you know, the Colombian community come together for him. Mm. It's good news for everyone. It's so good, man. It's so, so good. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Are you right? So I was thinking about Twitter and. Some of the stuff that they were saying on Twitter is too bad. It's really offside. His reaction was offside. There were no, but they were they were quote tweeting his reaction with like obviously stuff saying like he realized like his price just doubled or some shit. Twitter's a bad place, man. That's not me. This is why it's not Alan's thoughts. It's not on my thoughts. It's Twitter's thoughts. No, you shouldn't. Be laughing at it and you're like, oh, that, that was kind of funny. Yeah. So, yeah, That's I why I don't have Twitter thought anymore. About it. He's okay now, which is good. He's okay. He's surely good. Just he's, sell your house in Colombia. Move with your son. Yeah, England, no, he's got, he's got to leave Columbus, surely. Just move away. Go with to your Liverpool. Son. Yeah. It's not a whole lot better, but you know, it's a little bit better. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> you know? Um, let's go to Europe now. Finally. A couple big results. Finally. It's a full so, world. Safety. Got a round the world ticket. Today. I love it. This is international football. Turkey beat Germany. Big. Lots of Turks oh, wow. in, in Germany as well. Germany, yeah. their preparation for the Euros at home is going shit. They What's going on in Germany? Not working, bro. They've got Nagelsmann now. They lost 3-2 to Turkey. Uh, Damn. And yeah, it's just, it's, look, it's, it's not going well. A lot of people are criticizing them. They have to pull it together for this Euros. Mm. Um, over in Spain, Gavi comes, on, comes off with a serious knee injury. Not good. Look quite serious. So serious that Ferran Torres scores in the second half and holds up a Gavi jersey. Oh, he just wow. came off the field. Wow. That was a bit much. That's a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah, eh? it's a bit too far. It's a bit lovely. They're dramatic. He's not dead. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's way too far. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> they're dramatic, the Spanish. But yeah. Just a little anyway. Bit. Very dramatic. You know a thing or two. We love them. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, you lived there. I did. Yeah. But let's hope Gavi's all good. He's one of the, the golden boys. This is what I want to talk to you about. I know you love this man. Who? Romelu Lukaku. Oh, that's my guy. I will always stick by him. So Belgium score. Belgium beat Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. He scores four goals. Yeah. He what runs was the total score. That's a good question. What was the Did he score all game? the goals? No, he didn't score all of them. They beat them five nil. So he scored four out of Dang, the five. That's amazing. Yeah, but they were all early. I think he had four by thirty-seven minutes, something like that, right? Anyway, Damn. he scores the fourth goal. Yeah. He runs over to the camera in the. Do corner. you remember? Sorry okay. to interrupt. No, remember fine. we talked about hat tricks in the Bundesliga? Yeah. And they all have to be in the same half. Yeah. That actually, he actually would have, like you rarely hear about scoring that many goals yeah, in one half. Yeah, yeah, it just made a, me think of that. Yeah. That been a like that's how rare Patrick. it is. Like you a never per- yeah. hear about that no, happening. No, exactly. In the same half, it's crazy. But it happens, yeah. you're a qualifier, you get some crazy scores. Yeah. Azerbaijan, they're improving, but they're, you know, it's fucking Azerbaijan, right? Yeah. Anyway, scores the fourth goal, runs to the corner, grabs yeah. the camera and says, I'm him. <laughs> Lukaku said this. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> now. That's so fucked. <laughs> That's like bagging a that's like bagging a seven and going, yo, <laughs> I'm that guy now. I'm that guy. <laughs> like, nah, you, it's not the know, same. Less so than a seven. Couple six. things I want to talk about. One, can you ever claim you're him? Isn't that something someone you else has to You have to be told. Someone has to say that about that's you. That's true. Mm. You don't say I'm him. Don't say I'm they say him. He's, he's him. that guy. He's, he's like, him. Yeah. Not I'm him. Yeah, no. I'm him. It just comes across a bit icky, yeah? Oh, it's icky, yeah. Yeah. So that's one. Other people have to claim he lost that guy. Like it's true. It's true. A lot of points for that. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, you don't say I'm him. That's I didn't think about that. He also then was subbed off in the second half. Mm. Job well done. He was on his phone on the bench during the game. Damn, that's offside. 
That's so sad. Let he was on his finish. phone. He was on his phone on the he bench. Was checking if the he was the camera trending. cut to him and he was just... He was checking he was, if he was trending on Twitter. He was 12. probably checking if he yeah. was trending, if anyone was calling him him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> him him. You know? Yeah, no, nah, you don't say, you don't nah. say I that. I mean, I like Romelu, but I, I, he doesn't I, do himself any favors. He has a big ego. Yeah, but look, you can't... I, I genuinely believe the best footballers all have an ego. Like you need an ego to get to that point. Yeah. And sometimes it comes out in those moments and you're like, I'm him back. though against Azerbaijan. Pull it back. You hit a hat-trick against England or something? Sure, Fuck it you can be him. Hat-trick against Azerbaijan? Yeah. Come on, bro. He needed that for his confidence probably. You know? But in saying that, let's not, you know, discredit the Azerbaijanis. Oh, name me one player. <laughs> Nenstrike. Yeah, exactly. you can't have me one player from Azerbaijan. Don't, sure, don't, right? don't give me that shit. Yeah, um, but look, he's seventh in the all-time international goal scorers. For Belgium, yep. No, no, he's all-time. Oh, what? Yeah, he's top of Belgium. Oh, wow. He bags goals, bro, and he's still young. And looking at that list, realistically, he'll probably Sorry. finish fourth when he retires. Mm. So he'll be behind Ali Day of, of Iran, uh, Messi and Ronaldo. Wow. So like... Well, he just doesn't get enough respect. He doesn't get the respect. He He'll be above Kane, Lewandowski, all these like yeah, big number just, nine Because we forget he was like on the scene as like, he was like, uh, when he was playing for West Brom, what was he, 19? When he got lined out there. 20, when he was yeah. like scored 20 goals for West yeah, Brom. Yeah, yeah, scored a hat you know against I mean? United. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's been in the game for so long, we we almost just like yeah. disregard him. Yeah. I mean, his record with Belgium is very impressive. Um, but in big moments, like at the World Cup last year, he just didn't quite step up. <laughs> Looking at that list, though, Messi has 106 goals. Ronaldo's got 128 Damn. and yep. still going. Mm. But are we starting to discredit European teams? Look at this. France broke a record on the weekend. 14 <laughs> nil. They beat Gibraltar. 14 nil. 14 nil. That's so cute. Sorry. Sorry, my dog's just on We set. have a dog. We my have dog's dog on, on the couch. She's, she's running amok. 14 nil. France beat Gibraltar. Like, does this just like make European qualification become a bit of a joke. Yeah, I think it does. Because in South America, you don't get games like that. No. And this is where people, you know, bring up the conversation. Messi, the easiest team he plays is Bolivia at fucking altitude. Yeah. Whereas, mm. you know, in Europe, you're playing your Luxembourgs, your Liechtensteins, your Gibraltars, San Marino. Who, like, only exist as countries because of politics and exactly. stuff. Like, geographically questionable. Mm. Not trying to discredit the existence of them as countries, mm. but you look at Gibraltar and it's like, how many... Players you have to choose. They all have part-time jobs. The it, Messi's 106 goals for Argentina. Yeah. Or Ronaldo's 128 goals for Portugal. What's more impressive? <sighs> There's 22 more goals there for Ronaldo. Yeah. But, but mm, mm, they're, they're both impressive in there. It's too hard to you pick. You can't, yeah, okay. I think it's too hard to mm. pick. Because give you look at, credit. yeah, you give them both credit. Ronaldo is the top scorer for men's football. I'll say that before the women come after me. Because Christine Sinclair has about a thousand goals. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, th I think it's it's too hard to. I think they both respectively have done what they need to do for their countries. Like Ronaldo yeah. won his country, uh, the Euros, Euros. You know, Messi won, Messi the, won the World Cup. Yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. both know they've always been top of the game for their countries as well. So I think it's too hard to choose between them both. Everyone's always going to put probably Ronaldo in front because no, not Ronaldo, Messi. Messi in front because of the World Cup. Yeah, and that's recency bias. But at well. least, at least Ronaldo, I think you know it's fair to say he's the greatest goal scorer of all time. Because if he scored 128 goals for Portugal, he's the greatest goal scorer. Men of all time, men. So you're saying he's a better goal scorer than Messi? Goal scorer, probably. I think it's just sing simply goal scorer. I simply think Ronaldo is the best we've ever seen. M Messi for me is the best player, but goal technically, just technically just, speaking, just goals. Messi, Messi does things that the. Av I hear what you're saying. Ronaldo's just the bagsman of all time. Ronaldo's like aspirational. Right header. 
Ronaldo's for- aspirational. You look at what he does as a player and you yeah. want to play like that. Messi, you look at him and you're like, how the hell did he do that? Yeah. Like it's, 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 but Messi's different. Messi's got more elements, you know. If yeah. you, take, you take, you know, assisting, you take dribble, you take, but I'm just talking just purely in the box goals. Like what now Haaland is becoming. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I think Ronaldo is the merchant. king. <laughs> well, yeah. But I think Ronaldo is the king of that. Ronaldo's yeah. the king yeah. of scoring goals. I, no, I, and he's showing it. I still think down. I agree it's with true. that. Yeah, he's showing it still. Down. That's true. That's true. And that's what he's there for. But the French, they're arrogant as fuck, right? We know that. Mm-hmm. The French are arrogant. A couple things happen. One, Mbappe, after the game, laughed about how many goal scorers they had. They had nine different goal scorers. He said we actually had ten because the Gibraltar player scored one for us. <laughs> they got to bring in the mercy rule. They that. got to bring the mercy rule back for some of these games. Well, man. this is aesthetic football asked us: Should a team yeah, keep out. celebrating at fourteen nil, or do you show mercy to the inferior side? Yes, you do. You shouldn't celebrate after what? Oh, is it even fun anymore at that point? Well, when, when realistically, when should you stop celebrating in a game of football? Well, personally. It's never happened to me before. When you got so done by Fiorentina. Were, yeah. When you <laughs> when guys conceded. Probably after like five or six, <laughs> I reckon. But that's in a pre-season friendly. Yeah. Against so a, friendly. A, a World Cup qualifier, I reckon after I reckon after like five, everyone just doesn't. Just, just high five and get everyone back. Everyone just doesn't really give a fuck. Yeah. Well, but, then, but the thing is, the reason why it's worse is because everyone realizes, oh, we can get in here. Anyone that hasn't scored before is going to try a bag of goals. So it gets worse. Well, so what happened was Olivier Giroud scored a bicycle kick to make it 14 nil, <laughs> and he ran off to the corner <laughs> and did all these different, he did like three different celebrations. <laughs> and he just made a 14 nil against a bunch of plumbers. He's still That's a- horrible. That's horrible. Nah. Come on, bro. I love Giroud. What, what these are, are the doing? egos we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I love that. What are you doing? You know bro? when there's like this is thing that's called petty? That is as petty as it yeah. gets. <laughs> I mean, a bicycle kick's big. That's turning yeah. into like a fun training session for them. And they're yeah. like, look what I'm going to do next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it the piss. Take it the yeah. piss. Anyway, the French are looking very good. France and, and, and you'd say England are looking very good for these Euros. Um, a lot of fans are convinced that Kevin De Bruyne is now producing music in his spare time. Yeah, I saw that he helped Drake out. So Kevin De Bruyne was listed I as a writer on, on one of Drake's, Drake's songs. newest album, yeah. Scary Hours or something like that. Yeah. But apparently it wasn't actually him. Oh, was it another K De Bruyne? Yeah. Oh. Right. That's what he commented on these videos. He's like, oh. Oh, all jokes aside, this wasn't actually me. Yeah. There's another K De Bruyne. There's another okay. K De Bruyne, but I feel like I'm like the majority of people that just saw that and said, Oh wow. Him. But he doesn't really seem like the type of guy that would write a rap song, right? No. But saying that, Kevin Durant Durant is a co he was a co writer for like Drake's, the actual like Kevin an, Durant. Like the, the actual K D oh, yeah. right. was yeah, yeah. like if you look at producers or you look up like something on Drake's album, like KD's listed there. Oh, wow. And That's it's crazy. the actual KD. Well, Kevin De Bruyne shared it and said, I heard you needed an assist. Yeah. I love that. I saw that. That's I, I He's got a bit of banter. KD does. Good to see. Um, but have you listened to Drake's album? I Apparently, this is good. The Apparently new one, I haven't listened to it completely, but it sounds a lot better. Apparently, it's a lot better. Good to um, see. Drizzy was falling off for a bit there. Need to give it a listen, but apparently, it's a lot better. Good to see. Um, speaking of falling off. Oh, no. Everton. <laughs> 10-point oh, deduction officially confirmed. For what? What do they do again? Financial breaches. They've now dropped oh. into the relegation zone. Um, Does that well mean they're below true. Luton? Uh, yeah, they're on four points. Damn. They're just a couple points below Luton. Luton are still just... I think Luton are now fourth last. Yeah. I don't know. It's tied at the bottom. Luckily, Everton got one or two wins recently. So they were on 14 points. They now dropped to four. Still a long way to go. But um, a lot of people are saying how quick they've been charged as opposed to people like City. Oh, my mm. God. That's the investigation still going on. We Who, don't know what happened with 115 that. 115 breaches of financial fair play have not been charged. And you know Everton have been received this because they've lost too much money. Yes. It's like 
we're working with such different things I here know. between City and Everton. Well, there was an expert that spoke about it. Uh, it was in The Guardian. You had an expert that, that uh, spoke about both Chelsea and City and said if they both are found guilty yeah. for their financial charges, they could both be relegated from the Premier League. Chelsea and City. That's how bad their charges so are. So that's why it's going to take probably longer. Yes. So Everton was a 10-point deduction, but they're saying Chelsea and City shit has been so much worse that if they actually are found guilty, despite Ooh. having the best lawyers in the world, Jeez. if they are yeah, found guilty. I don't know if we talked about this last week. I think it happened between these two episodes, the Abramovich charges. Yes. So he's apparently made multi-million dollar offshore payments yep. that are to managers, players, you name it. Oh no, we don't care about that. We worry about we want to know about city. I <laughs> remember <laughs> <laughs> just put him in the corner somewhere. Put him you in know. the corner. So we'll talk about of that one later. Of course he did. I yeah. know. What I mean, yeah, like, yeah. look at the rise of Chelsea in such a small time. Of course he was doing. Did that. you see what um, him and uh, John Obi Mikel was talking about him? Yeah. Did, you see did we that? talk about that last week? No. no, no I don't no. think we did. So basically, there was a there was a when John Obi Mikel's father got kidnapped. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Basically, Abramovich called him and was like, "Listen, do you want me to help out?" And he was like. What? He's like, I can make a phone call if you need me to make a phone call. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was like, okay. His dad was released. Like and his dad day. was like released like the next two days. Like yeah. this guy is. Oh my God, you want Abramovich in your corner. You want him in your corner. You know, oh he's probably just one of the most connected guys. Oh, bro, those Russians, they can get anything done in sure. any in any part of the world. Damn. So yeah. So if, the, so if it happens when it does, Chelsea and City might both go down. Can you imagine Chelsea and City back in the championship? I mean, it wouldn't really matter. They just, they, do you you reckon, just win. Do you reckon, yeah, just that's what I'm Do you reckon season. players would leave? Like, I don't know. No. I reckon everyone would just, they'd still be on the they'd same like, money. Okay, cool, they'd be beating promoted. every team 10-0 yeah. and then they'd come back up next season. Yeah, yeah. It'd well, be one it, year. It happened to Juventus. They came back. Yeah, you can always bounce back from it. I don't know. I don't think they're getting proven of anything. they got that much money. they got the best lawyers in the world mm. and they'll manage to push it out. Yeah, Bramovich would just make a few more calls. Well, yeah. would he now anymore? I don't no, know. Not anymore. He's Probably. not not his team anymore. Probably. Sergei Evlevsky, will Everton survive now? I think... I think Long way to go. Still, yeah. still. I was, I was um, listening to Filthy Fellas the other day, and they were basically having a discussion, saying like, is the Premier League quality less gone down this season because of the bottom three? Everyone knows them. They might be already getting relegated. Like the bottom half, kind of know. Well, this is. Are they saying that there's so much disparity already? Who's the bottom three? Bottom Burnley. Burnley have been really disappointed. Burnley Thirty goals conceded. Burnley, Luton, and Sheffield have been shit too. Yeah, so there's they're basically saying the quality of the Premier League has gone down because it's not as close anymore between the bottom, uh, the bottom half, and the bottom. I agree with that. Yeah. I think Sheffield, Burnley, they haven't been good enough. Mm. Luton now get a bit of a lifeline. They they pop up pop out up of the relegation zone, but still that look they could take time. Last season, Leicester, Southampton, who was the other team that went down? Yeah, th those th and they were saying the three that went down, yeah, they're, good they're all Premier League teams that mm. Leeds, yeah, Leeds yeah. that will all make mm. Premier League stronger. Yeah, it's true. So that, that bottom three is much stronger than this year's bottom three. Yeah, yeah that's true. So um, it'd be it'd be tough. So I, I definitely agree with that. I don't I know definitely if they're gonna survive, man. I know, I know. I don't know if the man them are gonna. I actually survive. might go. I actually might be going to Kenilworth. Oh, you might go for a little. I might be game? going down to Kenilworth oh, Road. They oh. play when I'm over there. They play on a Tuesday night against Arsenal. That's Oof. mad. Yeah, really how it goes, man. I want to go see. A, I want to go see the smallest up. stadium in in the Prem. It'd be sick. Um, tough to play there. It would be. It'd be very. Have tough you played at Kenilworth? Yeah, I played there. I could say that, you know. Played Have you? Same pitch at Harlem. Was that when you were in the youth? Yeah, in the that's youth, sick. Yeah. That's decent. I mean, the stadium's empty, but that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Still played at Kenilworth. That's awesome. You can claim it. Um, random one. They're talking football lawmakers are considering a 10-minute sin bin. All right. Would you like to see football with a sin bin? 
So is this in place of yeah. yellow card, no, red card? Like what's so. going on? So I think they're, they're talking about potentially either two yellow cards being a sin bin. Okay. I wouldn't mind that actually. Because if you make two, like none of them are bad I'm challenges. Not, okay, not in, in today's game where... Everything's the, a yellow. Everything's a yellow. <laughs> yeah. And we see people get a red card where we go, come on, that wasn't really a red. Or yeah. maybe when someone made a rash challenge or something like that. I th I actually, I don't think it's a horrible idea mm. in, instead of the red. I mean, when you really bad, if it was really bad and worthy of a suspension, you would have yeah. given him a red. Yes. No, for sure. Do you know what I mean? If you've yes. just given him two yellows. So double yellows, ten, 10 minutes Simbin. 10 minutes Simbin. That's not horrible. Yeah. I'm no. not against that. And when you look at the value, so Simbin, for example, rugby league, mm. look at the value of it. It is because. It the, pulls the, a player. Look at a Victor Radley who can get multiple Simbins in one game. Mm. You don't have many players like that yeah. in football, but, you know, there are some that might challenge more than others i don't mind it as like a warning system as mm. opposed to a straight red card or two yellows and you're out like that's a bit boring mm. given that they're handing them out like defenders cards it'd, just be, it'd be hard for defenders now not not hard for defenders because if they implemented that now defenders would be a lot smarter right yeah because you know if you're on a yellow right you'd go and get another yellow so you can you wouldn't you wouldn't mind getting another yellow It'd, you know prob it'd probably encourage defenders to defend a little bit more. Yes. Yeah, because That's when they're on a yellow, they go very into their shell. Yeah, yeah you go, I don't want to make something too rash here. I'm yeah. not going to make that slide because I might pull out and blah, 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 blah. I might get, might get another yellow. So you don't want to get that second yellow, mm. but you you wouldn't But you dabble with a I reckon refs would give a you lot more yellows. I reckon refs would give a lot more yellows. Even for things like simulation. That's true, actually. I reckon they'll start handing them out. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and you get like, bang, sin bin for you, sin bin for you, 10v10. You're coming back on. It'd be interesting. Uh, yeah. I would. I would be, be a part of. Oh I'd be. God. I'd be it, down to it, see it in action and, yeah. and whether it or not it works. Change the game. It would for sure. It would. I feel like that's one people will either love or hate. Yeah. Well, they, they tested it in England at like grassroots level, and apparently a lot of the coaches come back and said they like it. Yeah. Um, but you know, to get a yellow at grassroots level it's is different. tough. It's yeah. Tough. Yeah. Very hard. <laughs> you know, you got to put someone in hospital to get a yellow <laughs> card. Um, a man who has probably would have been in the sin bin a lot is Sergio Ramos. He was back down yeah, for the... Yeah, on that, he, you know, he's received the most red cards he has, in yeah. La Liga history. Yeah, in La Liga sure. history? Yeah, 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 I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Like, fact, someone will fact check me on that, but I'm I think you're pretty right. sure it's up there. I think you're right. Um, he was down at the Latin Grammys. Mm. So they have a Latin Grammy. Kind of like the Aries over here. Well, you were there. Yeah, I was at B-Tech Grammys, you know, got a little invite, so... Exactly yeah. right. I'll take it. Was it good? That's right. Yeah. Good networking. Any celebs? Who was there? Well, Taylor Swift... Virtually, <laughs> <laughs> she zoomed in. She, she zoomed, zoomed in, but that was about it. Yeah, really. Did you tell well, her how much you liked her? Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell her she zoomed, called in, won some awards. Well, the the Latin Grammys. Can you stop licking me? <laughs> That's my dog, by the way. No one else. <laughs> Not Alan or Cat. That's gonna sound mad on the mic, was, by the way. Um, like, please clarify. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Latin Grammys. It's kind of yeah. like the Grammys, but uh, but Latin. A bit more fun. Mm. You know, the men are shorter and the women have big culos. Mm, the Latino women. The Shakira. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. One song of the year. Yes. She's and still making songs. <laughs> she's still making songs. She's got over the breakup. Her song of the year was the diss track of Gerard Piquet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes now, sense. Makes sense. The person who presented her the award mm. was Sergio Ramos. Mm. That's an interesting crossover. So Sergio Ramos gave her the award for song of the year for the song dissing his former Spanish teammate. Wow. Gerard Piquet. I love it. I love the crossover. I love you know? everything about it. Something tells me Ramos and Piquet probably don't get along. Yeah, I get I that vibe too. Yeah, because yeah, they played together for Spain, but the whole Catalan thing and I mean, one is super like pro España, and the other is like super pro Catalan. Like, yeah, they they're probably going to conflict. Mm. So there you go.
also Pique stopped representing Spain as well. So yes. I feel like any you you'd get looked down upon Once for making that decision. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So there you go. Ramos obviously didn't give a fuck yeah. about his and he teammate. Probably could have said, no, you know what? That's probably not the best idea. And he was He wanted so, it. He's and always, he looked great. He looked absolutely great at those awards. He's looking good. He ages like fine wine. You think the tattoos have something to do with the aging process? A lot of people like Ramos and Beckham. If Ramos and Beckham had no tats, would you think they're as hot? Oh, so when they have, to, so when they have tats, they age less. You reckon? I think they yeah. look younger. You say with tats? Yeah. Well, because mm. I know like Cat froths Ramos and Cat froths Beckham. I mean, I don't froth Beckham as much as I froth Ramos. Right, really? Like, but I, I think for me, it's the overall vibe. He's okay. got a really great fashion sense. The tattoos definitely contribute to that. They they just both have really good look. Like they just okay. know how to dress and style themselves or get styled. Mm. And I think. Aging is a lot to do with what you wear mm. and how you style yourself. They're funny because they actually look better older than they did when oh, they were absolutely. younger. Like Ramos looked like a bit of a dweeb. Beckham looked like a dweeb. So they look better now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, another Spanish though. Well, you know Ramos denied <laughs> denied a move to Saudi Arabia. He went to Sevilla. Mm. David De Gea. It's come out. Also denied a move to Al Nasser. To Saudi. Oh, that's Fantastic. Ronaldo's team, no? Listen to this though. Mm. Ronaldo's team, yeah. Yep. Apparently he was offered five hundred thousand pounds a week. Oh, makes Lord me have mercy for the goalkeeper, and he didn't go because his wife didn't want to move to Saudi Arabia. God bless. Oh, she gonna provide the money? She gonna come up with that cash? Cause we and the kids, we're going. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean you don't want to go? You, yeah. you don't pack your bags now, woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, what I was thinking. What do you mean you're not gonna go? Half a million quid a week. What are you talking about. Yeah, no, nah, pack your bags and go. And your missus goes, it's a bit hot over there. What I don't it? think what? it's the heat that she's worried about, Claude. What is it? I mean, life's pretty different. Look at, no, look look at, at Ronaldo's missus. She's walking around with the bundas everywhere. Yeah, she doesn't know she wants. Come on, they make exceptions for certain people. Yeah. You know? Damn. What was her reasoning? Did you say, did it say? All it says is that she didn't like Saudi Arabia, so they turned down the move. Oh. Uh, I mean, look, he probably doesn't need the money, but I doesn't mean, doesn't need the money. There would have been some stern conversation at the dinner table there. <laughs> <laughs> you know? proper, I actually proper. don't really know what to say about this one because yeah. yeah, well, usually I, I want to be the devil's advocate in that. It's like a I said with the, with the whole Sevilla thing and Ramos, I liked that he went against the grain and chose to stay at home and chose to leave out that career instead of the other. Mm. But I think it's interesting that it's his wife who spoke up and said. I don't want to go live in Saudi Arabia. I think it's good because, mm. you know, you can look at it like, oh, you know, she's stopping that opportunity. But then again, mm. it shows she doesn't care that much about the money. Yeah. Because if she, if she, all she cared about the money, she'd be like, I don't care if it's Saudi Arabia or Real Madrid. It makes no difference to me. With, go the one that pays you more. Yeah. She clearly doesn't give a shit about the money. True. She just doesn't want to go to Saudi. You've got to respect Well, they're that. obviously living comfortably yeah, already. Yeah, I mean, he's paid for United for the last exactly. 10 odd years or whatever. Yeah. Like, come on. Exactly. Money's not really a thing to him. Exactly. But that's, look, I thought that was nice. Let's see where he ends up. Um, and the Saudis, they'll just continue there. But Luka yeah. Modric apparently going to Saudi Arabia end of the season. He, mm. wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's about fucking 40. Makes sense. So that's the time they, to go. The Saudi, what it has done is like, fucked everyone else that is normally like a um the retirement home for everyone yeah do you know what i mean like, like the mls or a league like we're getting we're nobody. gonna we're only gonna get the scraps we're getting nobody yeah. soon we're gonna get the yeah. saudi scraps we're gonna saudi get the players once they're done saudi, saudi and mls we might scraps. Get to once he's already oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean surely his wife i reckon would his wife in. would love australia a, yeah but you don't you don't sell tickets with keepers let's be real we need it we need an ambassador who's like known by everyone and just says yeah come to australia 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I think we need the money. Well, who do people because need that, the money? Yeah. Like let's let's do next week. Everybody send in your dream marquee like for the, the A-League. And who we'll, can market people to come here? Yeah. Who would it be? And who do we start the... the Petition I reckon, for I reckon if Zlatan would be. Yeah, Zlatan's a perfect market. Yeah, I'd love him. He'd come and be able to bring other people to. You need people that have that character as well. We got to focus on those people. Um, you, ultimately, you need, we need to counteract the tall poppy by bringing in someone gonna, like Zlatan, who's like half, half a million pounds a week for a goalkeeper. That's about a million dollars a week for a goalkeeper. <laughs> we can't compete. <laughs> That's disgusting. We can't compete. A million dollars a just week. Just focus on our youth. Let's just make more Kundas, man. Yeah. There's no point. We I can't know. compete. We're further and further yeah. behind. You know, it's just so crazy. Saudis have ruined it for everyone. Um, last one. I want to leave you with this one. I thought it was a good question from Scorero. If you could change one moment in football history. Mm, change a moment. Change. Club or country, you can change one outcome in football history. What would you change? Two moments directly came to mind. What two? First moment is John Terry's slip. I thought that penalty, as well. But I, I don't really that as well. care because it was JT and like it was up and down and we still won one. Yes. Okay, I, like, if Chelsea I mean? like, hadn't won a Champions League. Yeah, if we hadn't won a Champions League, probably yeah. that moment. Second moment goes, uh, Frank Lampard against Germany hits the bar and we don't go through. Yeah. Damn you. It's like you've been thinking you about You would have put goal on tech in that game. Goal that would have been, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that moment's like ingrained in my memory. Yeah. What's sure. yours, Cords? I was also thinking the John Terry slip initially. Yeah. Um, but besides that, heartbreak, huh? There's been a few heartbreaking moments. I mean, for Australia against Italy. It's a hard one for me mm. because Italy went on to win the World Cup. And I've got nice memories of that right. as an Italian. Yeah. That that day sucked against Australia, but right. then I have all the memories of beating Germany, beating France. That was nice. I don't know if Australia would have done it. So yeah. I don't think I, I don't And I agree with you I as like as a non-Italian. It's just, it was such an iconic World Cup. But for you, you would have changed. You would have changed. Oh, it would have been great to see Australia win yeah, that. Because we could have beaten Ukraine in the next round. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. I mean, it's the first that oh, comes to mind. mind. Yeah. But. <sighs> What's yours? It's not really. The thing is, it didn't affect me because I was young. Oh, okay. I was young. But I think uh, if you've ever watched the Australia-Iran game. I knew you were going to say Australia-Iran. And I know it affected my dad. I was only one year old. Yeah. Um, but I know it affected my dad. My dad used to run a restaurant and they were watching the game live in the restaurant. Um, and everyone was there and he always tells me about it. He always tells me that 2-0, it was like celebrations and everyone just thought we finally made a World Cup. Bottled and it. then the guy ran on the field and all that. And I've spoken to John Aloisi a lot about that day. Well, the, um, John Aloisi was talking about it in the like the preamble for the last Socceroos game. Right. Saying like that moment and yeah. why then the following was so important because yeah. they finally proved themselves. Like the reason that... Aloisi moment was so important, that iconic moment. because of that. Is because of the failure of the That's one why before. sometimes it's hard to change something in football. Mm. Like, it, would Chelsea Champions League win meant has, as much if Terry hadn't slipped yeah. four or five years before? Mm. You know, would Australia's 2006 have meant as much if we would have made it this in 98? This is what I mean. So sometimes like you got to enjoy the bad. The value of that moment yeah. comes because of what happened before. Yeah. And I look at, yeah. like, Diversity. Champions League and uh, such an iconic moment for me was, you know, the Barca-Liverpool where we be they beat us and then we beat them. Mm. Christy, yeah. Chris but that second game, oh, I will yeah. never forget. And it wouldn't happen if you hadn't lost the first one three new in the first one. And how much it meant. So it's like, I don't want to change it because yeah. the significance was because of how hard it was to get there. I reckon if we were any Spurs fans here, we'd have a lot of different yeah. <laughs> That's true as well. Like Spurs I think the, club, have been so close the so clubs many times. that you support <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. The clubs <laughs> that you support will change your perspective on this one yeah, for sure. 100%. But it'll be yeah. interesting to get people's thoughts on that if there was other moments in time that they could change. Something it. That you on could that change. too, yeah. Italy finally beat Macedonia. 
fucking oath. Because <laughs> that's a moment you probably would have wanted to go you back just to beat as them, well. But slap them around. Yeah. Slap it. The Macedonians. Nah, I was, I was shit myself. I'm not going to lie. <coughs> I, I said, um, I was watching the game with my brother, and it was 3 0 at half time. And Macedonia made a triple change at the start of the second half. And the, the camera cut to the three players coming on. And my brother turns to me and goes, Triple change? Like, mm. they could be on here. I said, Bro, they're not fucking on here. I said, If we don't win this game, I'll never work in football again. I said, if, if Italy throw a 3 0 lead, I said, I don't know. Claude is 3 a.m. and Claude is <laughs> rethinking his life I said, choices. I said, if Italy don't win this game from 3 0 at home, half time, if they bottle this game, I promise you, I'm, I'll, I'll focus on a different sport. I, I'll never, I'll know. <laughs> 3 1. Fuck, all right, it's fine. It's all good. 3 2. Oh my God. I was there like, fuck. And then they, were, they had a lot of the ball. And then, uh, then Italy scored two. You had later. your resignation letter Five ready? Two. Yeah. Uh, oh my lord. Funny as fuck when I'm shitting myself. That's a great question, though, because it makes you think. But then it also, for me, just makes me realize that things are only significant because of what it took to get there. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe injuries of players is probably one you'd change because there's never a good outcome for that. No. True. You know, we players could, that get injured, uh, or like careers that ended early. Careers that ended early. You know. Okay. That's well, let's, let's. That's a good question. Who's, so who? Whose career would you change? Of in, that doesn't make sense. Who's, Probably R9. I would have liked to see uh, Ronaldo if his knees weren't him. fucked. For me, it's always going to be Jack Wilshire. Always going to be Jack yeah. Wilshire. For me, it was you two. Oh wow! Is in the band. No, you do. Oh. I would have loved to see where you could go if it wasn't for your injury. Me Us too. Do? I think about that every day when I wake up. Yeah. And then yeah. I get on my phone and scroll on TikTok and say, this is why. This is, <laughs> this is where is I what, have I become? what have I become? This what is have your I become? life. A content creator. Oh, Lord. That's all right. I want the online comeback. I know it's still around the corner. It's You're coming. not too old, bro. You're still in your 20s. It's when you hit 30, he's got another game, game right at Kenilworth in him. Yeah. One more. Who Lose. knows? Charity match. Who knows? Charity match. I'm back next year. Go do Soccer yeah. Aid. Yeah. Soccer Aid. I'm, I'm, actually, I think I'm playing in that. What? The Aussie one. The Aussie one. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Not the not, actual soccer. What can I say? Like, don't job. throw that around. No. Maybe one day, bro. One, one day. day. I reckon one day we'll see Holland Techers. Never never. At Wembley playing in that soccer. I think we match. might see the whole yeah. born offside crew. Yeah. Maybe. I don't think I can play. Is it men only? Did women play? Yeah, women playing it. Okay. In the, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. women playing it. Yeah. Anyway. Never mind. Anyway, we're still a while off that. Um, we've got some exciting <laughs> shit coming up. Sydney Derby this weekend, of course. Yes. Big game. We'll, we'll be there. We'll all be there. We'll all be there. I we will be there. Oh, well, you can't. Yeah. Fuck you and your busy shit. What are you always doing? I'm working. Sorry, lads. I'm you working. just, he doesn't stop, bro. I'm paying the bills, Fair unfortunately. Enough. So, we'll I'll be there. You guys then we got are you special... plus wanting me? Because I don't have a ticket. Well, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you have to fight someone? Oh, look, there's a few people that want a ticket. We'll see. Uh, right. No, I'm joking. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, big game, Sydney Derby. That's going to be great. And then, of course, we've got a bit of an announcement yes. coming up soon. We'll announce it we, soon. We'll wait. We'll wait till next week. We're doing we'll a bit of a live it. thing. Yes. Where you guys can come down and get involved. And we're giving away a lot of cool shit, too. Yes. So make sure you're subscribing. Make sure you're following us on all socials. Thanks so much, guys, for today. See you next time. Bye, guys. Ciao, See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 